and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show in the Sales Chat Show studio. As always, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Anthony Steers and I'm Simon Hazeldean, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. This episode is called, Why Are Salespeople Failing to Make the Most Money Out of Their Existing Customers? Now, I can't speak on behalf of Mr. Steers and Mr. Jones but I'm guessing, guys, that at some stage when we've been advising our clients, we would say <laughs> that a really good place to get some extra sales is from your existing customers because you already know them and you yeah, and the guys are nodding, yeah. nodding away at me, right? <laughs> so that so that would seem like common sense, right? Best, best place to get your extra growth, extra revenue is from your existing customers by by um by cross-selling unfortunately (laughs) according to some research by Gartner uh so this involves 600 account managers and 700 b2b buyers um the data showed that this is actually not happening or it's not (laughs) happening very well uh at all so uh, with uh 28 of sales leaders um only saying their account managers are regularly meeting their cross-selling and account growth targets. So about just over a quarter of account managers seem to be doing this, which means the majority of account managers, they're not. They're not effectively growing revenue in in their accounts so if we if we dig into this and then we'll get we'll get graham and and anthony give you guys you give us your your perspective one of the comments in the research is that by the nature of account management or national account management or even key account management you've got quite a broad role so you've got some responsibility for customer service and support you might have a separate customer service client success department but you you have overall responsibility you want to drive consumption of your current products and services, you know, off if it's as a service offering, something like that. And also you want to make sure the client gets maximum value from their current investment and the money they're spending with you. And then you've got an account growth responsibility. And the research is showing very strongly that account managers tend to gravitate towards the service and sort of retention activity and that that actually does make sense right you if you're trying to grow your territory or grow your customers if you lose them you've got a massive hole in your revenue so you know instinctively you'll be you'll be there um and also sellers the research show sellers perceive a relationship between good service and growth they think if you look after the customer do a good job you'll get growth. However, Graham, you'll love this because you always like the science and the data. There is no statistical relationship between uh, providing good service and gaining growth, gaining growth from the customers. So guys, that on one hand, that feels to me almost slightly counterintuitive. 
but on the other hand it actually makes sense doesn't it right that that the <laughs> just looking after your customers doesn't get growth so your your thoughts perspectives i'd say that the science is right um but there's other science beyond what gartner say um and so the science about customer service shows that um it doesn't necessarily contribute to growth but it prevents customers from yeah. leaving you yeah um so uh, it helps retain customers that's the the reason for a customer service and the other thing is that those customers who leave you are much more likely to give you you know not give you recommendation recommendations not um say nice things about you on linkedin or wherever else um, and so consequently, you don't want them to leave you. So actually, customer service is all about retention. It is not about yeah. growing <clears throat> your business. Yeah. yeah. So that so Gartner's statistical connection between growth and uh, customer service or lack of connection between the two is borne out by loads of other research. Yeah. It's yeah. about yeah. customer retention, nothing else. But yeah, and, and their research as well shows that lo- those aspects do help to retain grain. So we've got yeah. multiple data points that say, yeah. and it and it's possibly understandable if you view your primary responsibility as customer retention, and that's a pretty that's a pretty understandable thing to do. That's where you're going to major your time and growth activity, growing the account, cross selling, etc., has to fit into whatever time then becomes available in the in the account manager story. Now, Anthony, watch Graham, right? Watch Graham now. Graham is not a fan of sales targets. And what I'm about to say is going to delight him enormously. So when when Gartner started digging into how account managers were incentivized, like on their quota or on their on their target, um, 49% of them just had a single revenue target to achieve, and there was no mm-hmm. distinction about growth. Um, and only uh, only nine percent of account managers' variable compensation was assigned to growth. Ninety one percent of it was more through more through retention. So there was the slight wonder that the the target isn't helping. Mm-hmm. And also, Graham's going to love this. <clears throat> only twenty four percent of account managers can easily calculate their total variable compensation. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to get for the result of achieving quota or target, they don't know. So possibly there's a misalignment here between. I was just about to say, does this mean that actually the results of this are down to the sales leaders who fail to get account managers to realise that their revenue figures? aren't just one figure they are spread across multiple categories potentially um i think it's a contributing factor i think the issue here is broader is broader than just that but it is it will absolutely be a very very strong influence from sales leaders here we go off he goes now ready here he goes (laughs) it's not that i'm not a fan of sales targets okay you could Uh, have fooled me yeah it's just that they are complete and utter total nonsense, the whole concept. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and uh, once again, there is tons of evidence, and this Gartner work is another piece of evidence that suggests that actually yeah. it's wrong. And I've got a very good example of that. I was speaking to an, an account manager in a business uh, a week or so ago, and that account manager is under pressure to meet a particular target. Um, and his boss has obviously set him his target, but his boss openly admits that the target has not been set by the boss, but by the boss's boss. 
so the the sales manager for this division has been given a target for this particular customer by somebody uh, you know in fact two levels of hierarchy above yep so the sales director for Europe mm-hmm. has set the target for the sales director in the UK who set the target for the sales manager in the UK who obviously filters it down to the account manager and the account manager said to me there is absolutely no way I will ever meet that target and I said why not he said because the whole reason of having me as an account manager is for me to manage the account which means I understand the account. I understand what's going on in their business. I am the only person in this organization, in this company, who knows anything about this business. The sales director for Europe who's setting the target has never once set foot in this company, has no idea what's going on in the company, and therefore, how can they possibly set the target? Hmm. So the target is set simply because somebody in the American parent company has said, we want an extra... 10 or 15 or 20 percent out of you and he's divided it up you know about what we can do this percent in this division and this division all based on sticking your finger in the air and guessing and that filters down to the account manager the account manager knows it's impossible because they know the context of what's going on in that company so what we really should have if you are determined to have targets instead of top-down targets have bottom-up targets ask your sales managers or your account managers what they think they can get as growth out of a business and then develop your overall targets uh, as a result of that. But top-down targets definitely do not work. Yeah, I mean, the more you get, Graham said, if you're going to have them, and I think let's acknowledge the majority of sales organizations will have some form of quota and some form of target, Graham. You know, I think that's, that's the reality is that the more input people have into something, whatever it is, we all know this, you're just general management, right? Management leadership. The more involvement and interaction and contribution people have to something, the more they tend to feel they've got a sense of, they've got a... Yeah, got just a just to remind you of a previous episode of, of the Sales Chat Show when uh, we looked at companies who had abolished sales targets or do not have them. And when they abolish their sales targets in the subsequent years, they sell more. Just saying. <laughs> he wouldn't let it go i knew he, i knew i knew he wouldn't let it go so i guess what what we do need to do is just reference the part of the the research in, in gartner that that says okay what what do we need to do to get to get you know this situation i guess i guess kind of resolved um and he also in terms of retention it was really interesting gartner make the the, the phrase in the report is that offense is the best defense offense in the american uh, parlance is the best form of defense so product success and good service really really positively contributes to to helping us you know retain we know common sense mm-hmm. the research shows that gartner give it like 101 percent kind of uh likelihood of retaining the account if you do a good job but 94 <clears> percent <throat> is what they call customer improvement activity so this is providing customers with unique critical perspectives on improving their business laying out a vision for improving the customer's business and outlining the ROI of their of their commercial relationship and they also make the point that 
the customer that the account manager is looking after is also likely to be being pursued by at least one competitor at all times. In fact, customers report they'll consider an average of 2.2 suppliers in addition to the current incumbent in the lead up to a renewal or repurchase. So if you're not, my take on this is if you are not driving this relationship and you are not driving this kind of value conversation forward, helping the customer as we were talking about on a previous episode your competitors might be and that and that could be that could be a risk and then all right that's what data say but no lesser sales guru than mr anthony steers <laughs> talks about exactly the same concept give us your observing yeah. we were just chatting before we came on air and i yeah. went well, that's what Gartner say as well, Anthony. There so you there go. you go. So uh, give us your thoughts. So I uh, obviously work with lots of different salespeople. And when I tend to find that I'm dealing with account managers, the whole selling thing seems to be a little bit more uncomfortable uh, with them. So I always talk about upserving existing customers rather than thinking of it of upselling customers, upserve them. Um, and the strategy really is the same approach that I would give when sort of prospecting uh, to cold brand new clients, which I, I often uh, refer to it is dropping off your pizza menu. So it's creating awareness by dropping off case studies or references, however you want to think of them, testimonials of past existing customers who think you're amazing, who are just like them. Uh, so I say that you need to share success stories people can relate to, and it's the relate to bit that's important. Um, when it comes to upserving existing customers, you can do this in exactly the same way by sharing cl other client success stories. But the way you typically approach this is if, if you've got a client who buys three different services off you and is more than happy to write you some feedback and you've got a beautiful little case study testimonial out of it, go and share that with a customer who's only buying one service off of you. Highlight how other customers are buying more from you and how they're finding that that same service that you think is amazing, they find it amazing too, but they also buy service B and service C as well. And actually, I think that sometimes it, it, by letting your clients speak for you, it feels less like you're trying to plug features and benefits. You're just sharing other successes that clients don't necessarily want to miss out on. So the strategy i suppose i give them the practical way to put this into practice is i get them to stick a post-it note on the top of their desk uh, top of their screen um that just says thank you equals ask and it basically is a, a cue that whenever you hear the words thank you it's a verbal cue of gratitude it's probably your best moment to ask for something in return um, and usually you ask for three things. Um, you usually ask for feedback the first time you hear it because you want to create more case studies and testimonials the second time you hear it, and this is the time where it's most relevant, is you ask for more opportunity. If somebody's happy with what you're doing for them, firstly, graciously accept their thanks and then say, well, look, if you're liking this, why don't we look at some of the other things that we do? Basically, if you're happy with what we're doing here, you're probably going to like what we can do over there. Um, so that's usually the second thing that you do. So the first time you 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 get the credibility statement from them so you can use that for your marketing the second time you squeeze more value out of the opportunity and you get as much uh, opportunity out of it as possible and on the third time you just start asking for referrals or introductions to people that they know that might also benefit from this service um, and if you use that thank you equals ask kind of cue it's, it, it's a bit of a British thing, but it happens all over the world. And people say thank you a lot. And as an account manager, you're solving problems and answering questions. OK, a lot of the time people are going to say thank you. And it's a bit like that McDonald's thing of do you want to supersize that? 
they ask at a moment where it's not really going to ruin the deal, but it's an opportunity to grow it slightly. And if everybody took that opportunity, I think a lot more account managers would be growing their existing clients rather than just serving them and, and making sure they don't lose them. Yeah, but it's also it's, it's ways of bringing more value to the client, which I think sounds, you know, close to the kind of feeling that Gartner were talking about that future focus kind of customer improvement activity. Yeah, Graham. The, the Gartner research essentially divided people into to three categories, and you've got the, those who concentrate on the customer service. They're not doing any of the asking that Anthony's talking mm. about. They're just making sure that everything yeah. ticks over and they continue to do business with you, so they retain the client. Um, and that works. You know, you get lots of business that way, but you're not growing your business. You've yeah. then got people who are hunters. They're out there busy hunting for new business. Um, the bit in the middle that Gartner talks about, about increasing consumption, um, is what I think you're talking about there, Anthony, is, you know, asking them to, you know, yeah. buy more of it or have another person who uses it, you know, if mm -hmm. somebody else within the business who could benefit from it. And they, when Gartner links those three together, customer service, increased consumption and going out for new business as well, then they call them farmers. Um, and if you think about farmers, the only way that, you know, they can uh, improve their yields of their crops, for example, but that's going to be no value to them unless we eat more bread. Yeah. So <laughs> they can produce more wheat, but what's the point of it if we don't eat more bread? So they have to, they have to encourage us. That's why we have things like, you know, the potato council. <laughs> so the potato council is there to increase <laughs> consumption of potatoes because farmers can create better potatoes and more breeds of potatoes and tastier potatoes. But if we're not eating more potatoes, there is no point in them doing that bit of customer service of making it all nice and lovely for us. Yeah. At the same time, they've got to go out and try and find new business and new ways of using potatoes uh, that we'd never thought of, you know, including, you know, using them at school to do your painting with kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so, now you're taking me back. Yeah. No. <laughs> you see, you, so Gartner's point of combining these things, yeah. I think, is adding that missing bit that Anthony's talking about in the middle, the asking mm. yeah, of, of, you know, somebody said, thank you, you know, great bit of customer service thank you now you need to ask so that you can increase the consumption of whatever it is that you've been selling it's interesting in the in the sort of like the closing thoughts in the gartner research they say the commentary is that most account managers focus on driving product success and service but world-class have executed like what they call a double jump from backward thinking supplier focused service conversations to future focused customer improvement conversations yeah. to your point about how do we get people to eat more potatoes like that will be the because it reminds me a bit of consultancy i've been doing with the clients around their their qbrs their quarterly business reviews where they're managing their large accounts and it was interesting how much percentage time in the QBR, which is quite an important opportunity. You've got a couple of hours, you've got some key stakeholders. How much was about looking at the past? And this was before I'd seen this Gartner research. It'd be how we've we been doing. How's things going? Are we doing okay? But how much is about how could we work together to drive improvement for you how could we help you support you work with you to do that and i'm mindful of anthony's point you know they're trying to go yeah thanks very much you're doing a great job of looking after us and you can imagine that qbr everybody going brilliant job's done yeah. customers yeah. happy 
yeah, really good job done yeah. for retention, but it's not yeah. going to get your growth. And you yeah. need to turn your QBRs into yeah. forward-focused, in Gartner language, customer improvement conversations. Yeah. But, uh, but how, how hopefully we've got some account managers listening. And when you kind of have that elation of, oh, my God, they're happy. They've said, thank you. I've just fixed their biggest problem it's not that hard to ask and it's not even that pushy or salesy or intrusive to just say i'm i'm so i'm so chuffed everything's going how you wanted it to can i just ask what's what what are you expecting to happen over the next sort of six months i'm just curious of what else we've got coming up Mm, it's not a it's not a have you looked at this product yet or it's not trying to ram it down their throat it's just an being inquisitive and curious and well look if i'm you think i'm serving you well now let's look ahead and see how i can serve you better yeah and it's it's that kind of it's that it's that kind of focus there isn't it and again you know it's from the customer's perspective to go back to our regular Mm -hmm. theme get inside the customer's Mm -hmm. world and say how can we help you to grow develop adapt support you and deal with the challenges that are coming in the future you know the world Mm -hmm. and that i think great do that you not only will you retain you'll grow and it stops your cust- sorry, it stops your competitors from bringing that kind of conversation in because you'll be saying, "Oh, thanks very much. I'm all we're already we're already around that or around that sort of stuff." So, yeah. so um, fascinating. Interesting. Stuff. Yeah, I know we're kind of coming to the end of it, but I think that Graham may have unlocked that key to account management growth, which is go back to the account manager and ask them to uh, to, to set their own target and. I notice this when I'm coaching with people. I, I never set their target. I get them to set their target. If I think they're being a bit easy on themselves, I encourage them to go a bit more mm. and I can put incentives in place. But if they've owned the target, the, then they're going to strive to get it. And I think that a lot of targets actually instantly tell people, I'm not going to hit that. Therefore, there's that failure defeatist. Oh my God, let me just not drop the ball and keep retaining customers because that's never going to be achievable. And I think if you can flip that mindset to an account manager to empower them to guide the growth of the account and realize that being more inquisitive is great service, then hopefully those two combined will help more account managers to be more proactive. But also, Absolutely. if if these those account managers concentrate on that bit in the middle that Gartner talks about, the increase in consumption, mm-hmm. they'll have a much better idea of what their targets could be. So actually, it all connects to, together that you, you can work out what you're going to achieve if you're focusing your conversations on increasing consumption. You mm-hmm. know what the increased consumption is going to be then, so it's... then you know what your target's going to be. Yes. <laughs> and then you can build you can build on that for that future yeah. future focus conversation. As well. And obviously, always good academic practice, isn't it, to co- to correctly quote the, the reference sources. So it's Gartner for Sales Leaders. And the title of the research report is Why Accounts Aren't Growing and What We Do. The Gartner provides some excellent research mm-hmm. in the area of sales and uh, really have their finger on the pulse. So I think it's definitely always a always a really valuable thing to kind of get some external get some external perspective on what's actually happening out there from a from a research point of view and then combine that with your own personal experience so we hope that's given our listeners some thoughts and a challenge and some insight into how you might be able to 
achieve growth from your existing customers. So on behalf of Anthony Graham and myself, thank you very much for listening. Good luck and good account growth, folks. Normally say good luck and good selling. And to to support you with that, there are now, oh, it's got to be 260, not 250. I've been saying 250 for ages. It must be, I must, we must count the episodes at some stage. This is, this is kind of ridiculous that we don't know, guys. But anyway, <laughs> there's lots of them, dear listeners, available from wherever you prefer to get your podcasts from. And if you'd like to subscribe to the Sales Chat Show and uh, that you'll be reminded when we release episodes, which we do on an ongoing and regular basis. And if you'd like to give us a nice, juicy review, We'd really appreciate it. Help to spread the word of the Sales Chat Show podcast to more people in the sales community. So in the meantime, until we meet again, good luck and good selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 